Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get up, get up, get up. It's the Get Up Show. Friends, welcome to the Simon Says Podcast. We're the Get Up Show. Sean and Charlie and Maddie here. Don't forget to click a like and subscribe and do all that stuff. 336-373-0987 is the number. And you guys have big plans for St. Patty's Day? It's it's almost here. What are you going to do? Uh, I was going to make corned beef and cabbage, but now I just found out that's not even Irish anymore. So now I feel like <laughs> yeah. completely let down. And you found out it takes too long to cook. Well, that's the other problem. Yeah, I'm not going to be home in time to actually get it out of the oven. And We're going to have a staff party for St. Pat's tomorrow. What do you want to bet? It's corned beef and cabbage. Uh, I mean, what else are they going to do? Do you think? Yes. What about, I mean, I wish they'd make, what else, what else would be considered an Irish food? Irish pubs have never really been known for their great Oh, blood sausage. Menus. Sausage. So, yeah, one of those. Have you ever had blood sausage? I have not. It's good. I figured, kind of. you know, the other real Irish thing is those green cupcakes, you know. With- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And green beer. Will we have green beer? Uh, They I- might. That's I don't know. the thing, man. When you come down to like Irish cuisine, it's always like, here's corned beef and cabbage and a Guinness. That's Some mashed it. potatoes. Um, oh, shepherd's pie. Isn't oh, that oh, yeah. I love shepherd's pie. I'm yeah. so done with that. Really? And yes. Finnegan's used to serve scotch eggs, which were delicious. No, I thought those it? were scotch. <laughs> I know. It doesn't <laughs> make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Hold on. I'm looking up. Ooh, there's 67 <laughs> traditional Irish foods. I did buy a bottle of Jameson. Uh, I haven't been drinking it. I was going to say, because you ventured off of your norm? No, I bought it for St. Pat's, but then I cracked it open. I think I still got enough left for tomorrow. (laughs) I'd rather have some Baileys, I think. In your Jameson? No, I just don't. I don't like whiskey. God. Oh, you're cussing at him now saying that. (laughs) No, I've tried. I've tried. I can't do it. So tell me about this thing that you can use to magically get free gas. There's these gas ferries. Up in High Point, North Carolina, just a few miles from here, and they fluttered down with their magic wands, and they gave all their friends free gas with glitter floating through the air. Yeah, I mean, I I guess, so after the story came out, they stole, in 45 minutes, they stole 400 gallons, and what they wow. did for that was, the guy had this tool, or this, this, whatever, a remote, and it allowed the pumps to go into dispense mode. So they basically was just going pump to pump to pump. And it was like triggering it to turn off. on. Yeah. But so somebody in the story was saying that a petroleum technician said that there is a special mode to alter the mechanics of the pump. So it must be something that like people who work on those things have access to 
to to activate the pumps or deactivate them. I don't know. Who knew? And then what did you say? They like called all their friends and they had all these cars yeah, lined they, up. They said about forty five minutes, and people were driving by and seeing that there was like fifteen cars at a time in this gas station parking lot, and it's closed. Yeah. And so finally, they're like figured out something was janky. But again, how many like, gallons? They got about 400 gallons. So the guy, the, the guy who owns the gas station said he was out about just under two grand. Okay, I was looking it up. But yeah, I mean, it's crazy to think that this tool exists, like this magic tool. And maybe, do you think it's only because of that more and more gas pumps are more modern? Yeah. Like yeah, they, there's a lot of yeah. like, computers and whatnot, so they can almost be hacked. Wait, that math isn't right. Hold on. How many gallons is it again? 400. 400 gallons. Well, I rounded up. It was like 16 something. So... Sixteen, seventeen hundred. Yeah, if it's like four bucks a gallon, that works. Yeah. Oh yeah, sixteen. <laughs> got it. I got it now. Math. Yeah, now it makes sense to me. Because the first time I added it up, it came out to seven one hundred and seventy thousand, and I was like, man, I don't know what they're paying for gas in High Point, but I'm glad I don't buy gas Damn up it. there. Don't don't jinx us. Um, but yeah, I, I think again, it's like I just you know half the time I can't get that dumb thing to take my card, much less turn on so that I can get all the gas Ooh, I want. I want a remote that shuts off the damn gas pump TV station. Do you <laughs> know I went to one the other day and someone in Sharpie had written mute next to the button that turns it off? Which one is it? It was this on the right. There's four buttons. It yeah. was the second down. Okay. Because there was one at Steve's, my favorite gas station, Steve's Friendly BP, where it ran the same thing about, have you checked your smoke detectors? Check your smoke detectors twice a year. Be sure you have an escape route. And it was for like months and months and months. Every time I got gas, it was the same thing on a loop. Yeah. How, how do you think, it's kind of random, but how do you think Maria Menunos became the queen of movie theater trailers and gas pumps? Yeah, because I saw her a lot. I was about to say, is it Brooke? I get her and Brooke Burke mixed up. How but dare you? I know, I know. But she's a Skechers chick, right? I don't know. Anyway, she's like exercising and doing her little thing on the gas pump TV. No, see, I like to show up to movies early because of Maria Menounos takes me through the world of of movie. No, was it called Numies or Nuvi? I don't know. Refru she's got what? a show. Look, but how do you get that gig? You're Maria Menounos. Yeah, you got to look like her. <laughs> she's I guess. so pretty. I'm not familiar with it. So are you guys driving on E? How are you dealing with this in your real life? Um, I'm just having to get gas whenever. I mean, I'm, I've never been the person that like keeps it full. I always get it down to my 30 miles to go and then fill it up. So, but I am using like the gas buddy, the mm -hmm. get upside app yeah. and the, uh, shell fuel rewards to try to save Good. a little bit of cash. Yeah. Shout out to Harris Teeter and filling it like bill because that and BP has been the bomb. Yeah, you know, I always forget to use those dang fuel points, Don't worry, man. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> he figured out a system to use fuel points from around the country, and we're not going to say too much about it because no, it, it actually works. I do, what do you mean? I know I don't. I, I mean, that's a, in theory. So there's this dude, 84-year-old guy, arrested for driving without a license for 72 years. <gasps> I mean, at that point. He just never went back and got one? He never bothered to get a license, nor did he get insurance, and he's been driving on the roads with everybody else since he was 12 years old. Well, I kind of... <laughs> That's already... <laughs> I kind of feel better because he's a really safe driver. They said he had never had an accident, never caused anybody an injury, Never made anybody lose out financially by hitting them while uninsured. But yeah, they finally caught him the other day. And what was he doing? He was um, he was spotted on a traffic camera 
and he, he did something to, and they they pulled him over and he had nothing he had no kind of id no insurance proof nothing so you're saying how old is he 70 what he was 84 been oh. driving since he was 12 so okay so again two years so oh so he's driving Oh, I'm sorry. I misunderstood. I thought he was 72. He's been driving for 72 years. Yes, with no license. Dude, you got to... Okay, well, first I mean, of all, I he, think that's admirable. Right. <laughs> He's a really good driver. Yeah. There's two thoughts, though. One is, I think when you get to that age, it's time to talk about, you know... It, it, it's time to fi- talk hey, about finding rides. Watch it, kid. My dad's 92. His, he still drives. Does yeah. he really? Yeah. Well, I'm just saying... All it takes is that moment my grandparents had to have a talk because my grandfather sideswiped a whole line of cars <gasps> and then my grandmother had one eye and they pretty much was drunk all the time. So they were like, yeah, let's, <laughs> let's preemptively go ahead and take that one away. Are you serious? Yeah. The yeah. one eye thing though? Because, you know, for, for practical purposes, I have one we eye. We know people with one eye. Yeah. Yeah, but you're Who's, not drunk all the time. You are drunk all the time. <laughs> she had a lot. When she passed away, she had a lot of gin in her house. Oh, wow. Was she one of those old ladies that never threw a bottle away? I knew one of those no, in Henderson. No, these were all full. Like, oh, my. Oh, she then she wasn't up. drunk. <laughs> She's just stocking up. Yeah, I guess. I knew an but, old lady in yeah. Henderson that she drank this cheap, cheap whiskey, and everywhere in her house and outside her house, under the porch, um, out in the yard, everywhere, she had empty stuff because she didn't want them in her trash can because yeah. she didn't want the trash man to know she was drinking all that whiskey. Right. But you could see them. Mm. <laughs> yeah, eventually they yeah. start coming out of the cracks. There's nowhere else for them. Yeah, I started to feel, I started to question my drinking uh, habits when I realized like all my liquor bottles are glass. And when you go to throw it away, it's like I can't recycle these anymore. When you hear them outside picking up your recycling bin and all you hear is clang, clang, clang. Are they at a bar? No. Oh, don't worry about it, man. You pay your taxes. Yeah, I'm just too fancy to drink the plastic jugs. Well, that's the cheap stuff, isn't it? And usually. Yeah? yeah. I, I don't know nothing about it. Or the to-go stuff. <laughs> it's your travel whiskey. My, my travel whiskey. <laughs> so they also say, with the gas prices being like they are, to check on your driving. You know, don't don't accelerate from the stop and don't stop too hard. So oh, I don't that, know how to drive without those two things. Yeah. yeah, you especially. But even I have been like, Okay, I can't not do that. Or mm-hmm. what if the car in front of me stops real hard? I have to stop real hard. Well, I didn't realize the stopping fast. Well, it's the starting and stopping, starting yeah. and stopping. Well, okay. Give yourself more time. Well, also, yeah, you don't get on it like, you know, when the light turns green, you don't do the one, two, three, go. You're like, yeah. One, two, three. Do you two think that you are the best driver that you know? No. no. I used to think that I was a pretty good driver, and then I realized I'm not. I used to think I was a fantastic driver till I got a boyfriend. <laughs> And then he told me I'm not. <laughs> Why are you going to listen no, to negativity? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Do you think that's but, a relationship thing? Because my wife doesn't like my driving at all. I, th- I think people just don't like riding with other people, especially mm, if you're kind it. of a if you're kind of an alpha and you think you're a good driver. But I will say, he is the best I've ever seen of backing up a trailer. Ah. That, that's so valuable. that definitely makes him a better driver than me. I think I'm a fantastic driver. You've both ridden with me. Maddie, I don't think you're a good driver. I've ridden with you, and I always end up a little seasick. Okay. <laughs> but they say <laughs> four, out, four out of ten Americans say that they themselves are the best driver that they know. Uh, you know. Four out of ten, though. That's not the majority. How I like to think of it this way. It's like, yeah, how many accidents have you been in? What's your What's your legal issue and how many how many near misses have you had you know and it's right. like well 
I hadn't had an accident. I don't even want to say it out loud. Yeah, don't say it. I don't either. Let's not talk about it. it, It's like jinxy. I haven't had one in so long. I feel like, yeah, you know, it's funny you say the seasick thing because it's actually, you may be joking or you may 100% true. All right. Well, that's also the the complaint I get from my wife. Are you serious? Seasick? That I I break, I break hard. Like I I fly up on people and then I break real fast. Oh, yeah. Don't do that. Yeah, Yeah, you do. (laughs) I'm telling you, you do. Neat. Thanks. Yeah. Right. But you guys have already made your comments about my driving, which, you know, just think you're weak. <laughs> Maybe yeah. so, because it's terrifying. So do you guys have anxiety? <laughs> In general? Yeah, about do you? About what? Not just as much anything. anymore? Just do you, do you find yourself anxious because there's a new cure for it? What oh, is it? I thought I was already on that. <laughs> it's the glowing orb. The orb, a $229 grapefruit-sized ball. That you hold in your hand, and uh, it measures your heart rate and your finger sweat while you hold the ball. Oh, please. And by holding the ball, Listen, it reduces your stress. If I see anybody walking around with one of these, I'm going to go knock it out of their hand. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. It's just, I mean, it's only going to help in the moment. It's ridiculous. Am I supposed to bust that out when I'm, like, if I'm having a panic attack at yeah. the airport, am I supposed to bust my orb out? Yes. There's another one. It's a little cheaper. The $79 Zen. It looks just like a real rock. So I'm thinking, why don't you just go outside and get a rock? But it also plays uh, meditation content out of your stress rock. And there's one more called Alpha Beats. It's only $29. I <laughs> And it combines music and biofeedback. With your anxiety ball. Okay, well, next time that I'm coming into your office for a talk, I'll be carrying my ball. <laughs> hey, what's that ball for? It's like, you know how weird it would look like if the three of us are walking around the hallways with our orbs? It's like, we look like some sort of cult. Well, what do you think everybody looks like walking around looking at their dang snail shell iPhones? You know, it, this looks crazy. Well, it's important. If some- if somebody it was, does not, it does. No, it looks, it looks absolutely like, crazy. No, it, it only looks crazy if you think of it like that. Everybody's looking at a. We know it's a phone, but if someone was to see me walking around with a glowing orb, they're going to be like, okay. "Is yeah. this out of a movie?" So that's the same thing with these dang phones, man. Well, if how you, come this isn't relaxing me? No, I'm telling you, you say <laughs> that looks more crazy. Anxious. If people are walking around with a rock, you think they look crazy. All right, you take somebody off the time machine and say, "Hey, come out, hang with me down here downtown for a few minutes." And they're from like 50 years ago, 30 years ago. And everybody's walking around looking at these little boxes. They'd be like, what the hell is going on here? What's wrong with these people? Are they all crazy? What are they looking at? Why don't they look where they're going? Why don't they listen to the birds singing? Yeah, they, then I'd show them TikTok and they'd be all set. Oh, wow. She's dancing. <laughs> oh, she's dancing. Wait, wait. What's that dog doing? <laughs> so about the, um, the glowing orbs and the anxiety balls, the people who make them say, it's not scientific, nor is it statistically significant. But the strongest feedback they've gotten is, oh, I need that. We have no proof this actually works. As a matter of fact, it might not. Yeah. It probably doesn't. Right. So, so, yeah. But please spend $300 on it. Hey. It, has, it has not been proven to do literally anything, anything. other than make no. you want it because it's a but, weird glowing ball. Hey, there's a wide price range, man. There's a, there's a glowing orb stress ball for everybody out there. Every price range. Yes, that's nice. Does Got this them. make sense? Being grown-ups, have you ever thought... I would love to eat goldfish crackers, but they're tiny, so they must be for children. No. No, I eat goldfish crackers. I, I, I'm, I'm down with it. The only thing I don't like is the blasted ones, the fl- extra flavor ones. But yeah, goldfish. Goldfish is now making bigger crackers that they're no. targeting directly at adults because apparently those little bitty ones were for the kids, and no. we never knew. No, no, no. I don't want a big goldfish. Yeah. The, 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 the appeal 
is the tiny little cracker. Have you seen the commercial with the, the that enormous basketball player when he's like, you know, they talk yeah. about a handful and he, his hand is like the size of your orb. He's whatever. got the whole bag in his hand. Yeah, yeah he's like one handful. And, ah. But I, again, that's like Cheez-Its put out a yeah, bigger cheese. I don't want a big cheese. stupid. That's a cracker. This is the first time Goldfish has created a snacking experience specifically Dear with grown-up tastes in uh, mind. It will fail. Yeah. Thank, thanks, Petridge Farm. Petridge Farm. We're at the start of a new chapter for the brand and are expanding our offerings and appeal to all age groups. It'll fail. Yeah, I never thought that that was for kids because it's small, but they are cute, you know? No, I mean, but if I want goldfish, I want the regular original goldfish. Okay, have you ever had the graham cracker giant goldfish that they have in the kids' meals at the Zaxby's? No. (gasps) No, but I will eat Teddy Grahams all day long. This is like a giant version of that, and you can't buy them Anywhere. The only place you can get them. I'm serious. Is it Zaxby's? Zaxby's and the kid's meal. Do you pull up to the speaker and you're like, hi, can I get a kid's meal? Actually, yes. With that big cracker in it? Time out. (laughs) Didn't they always say, like, if you're an adult and you go into a fast food restaurant, they won't let you buy a a kid's meal? I always do it. I eat Happy Meals all the time. I do it all the time. Which is the thing. It's like... Why Why would I not be allowed to have a smaller size portion? I mean, who do you think's paying for it? Again, right. and how do you know? Are you going to eat that yourself? Or are you yeah. going to give that to a child? Well, exactly. you can't. You don't know what I'm going to do. Exactly. No, that's all I eat from there is the kid's meal. Sometimes I just want the toy. Yeah. <laughs> it depends depending. on what it is. And somebody told me the other day that's a sign that I'm getting old. Because I go to the kids' meal because it's it's like yeah. too much. It's less food. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's too much well, stuff. Well, haven't you seen older people do that? Like my when my stepmom was alive, my dad and stepmom would share a meal because neither one of them wanted the big portion that they Yeah, served. that kind of drives me a little nuts, that whole sharing thing. Because, you know, you were a server. They hate that. Well, the chef hates it more than the server does. Mm. Splitting a dish because they got it just like they wanted it. They created it that way. Uh, I mean, they were at like Applebee's. I don't think the chef was all that worried <laughs> about it. But personally, I don't like to share a meal with somebody because I never want what they want. Yeah, I can dig it. So we've been talking about this Nicolas Cage movie. It's um, got the unbearable weight of massive talent. Yeah. Is the name of it. And in this movie, Nicolas Cage plays Nicolas Cage. He plays two versions of Nicolas Cage, actually. And did you know that he was approached with this movie several times and turned it down over and over. Really? And now he's getting the best reviews maybe of his life. I think it's probably, you know, I think maybe it took a lot of time and distance for him to see the humor in him. He he didn't want to make fun of himself. Yeah, he was very, I I bet it was a pride thing. And I bet at first when they came to him like, hey, it's a movie where you play you and you're because and your career's dead. And yeah, and you take a million dollars to go to a birthday party. Like, I don't need that. But, you know, I didn't realize the whole angle. I just thought it was him hanging out with a rich guy. But then I saw the trailer and it gave more insight as to why he's hanging out with a rich guy. And then the government getting involved and all this. Oh, it's just crazy. I cannot wait to see that movie. You know, I don't go to a lot of movies. I didn't go to Batman. You went to Batman. Yeah, I don't think you would like Batman necessarily. Really? I mean, not that you wouldn't like it, but not for three hours. Like, oh, no. it's not Tarantino. Like, I would Tarantino, say he has no problem with three hours of. But that was actually Hollywood. intriguing dialogue and old old timey Hollywood, and that, yeah. like I see why he's stuck for that, but not like not Batman. Batman. It's just Batman being I've, Batman. I've seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood now fifteen times, that's and that's just crazy to me. What is that? Forty five hours. Forty five hours. hours? 45 I've never hours. Seen it. doing math today. One movie. 
Well, you're doing better than me. Still you got haven't that. seen it. You hadn't seen it? Nah. Why not? Because I can... So I've had this conversation recently. I am a TV person because I like short episodes. 30 minutes, an hour, that's the most. Movies I have a hard time with because committing two hours me to too. something is long enough. And then three, forget yeah. it. It's it's a lot for me to do that. I don't go to movies for that reason. Every once in a while, I'll watch them at home because I can pause and walk around. Yeah. Talk to myself out loud like I do. Which is normal, yeah. yeah. But um, you can't do that in a movie theater as much. <laughs> they it's, for, yeah well see but that's the thing with like so with batman it felt like uh this is the ending no this is the uh, ending no this is the ending that no. would drive me crazy yeah but i had heard here's the reason i thought i might like batman because i heard that it was really dark and noirish and it was really character driven and i like that kind of stuff no yeah i just from what i know about what you watch it almost i mean it, it, you have to do it like you didn't you had no interest in seeing the movie Seven. No, no, that's awful. Which is what this movie, this angle of Batman led me more towards. Is it, it's more of Batman as a detective. You know, Batman, you know, and then with the Riddler, the Riddler is almost more of a serial killer than, yes. you know. So to me, I mean, without being as graphic as Seven, um, but like, it's I love that. Box. Oh, yeah, that's the whole fun. thing, man. That that kind of movie hurts my feelings. I don't I don't need to go to a movie to feel bad. I got that covered. Yeah, but I mean, see, that's the thing is it doesn't make you feel bad. It's just, again, it's like it keeps Sorry. driving you forward. But they had a couple other plot lines that went squirrely on me. But uh, I overall, I, I, I dug it. You know, I, I want to watch it again. I just don't, you know, I'm not going to rush right out to go see it. Did you hear that the company that makes the ice cream machines at McDonald's is suing McDonald's? Is it the company that makes the thing, or was it? It was that there was another. Oh, is it? No, it was a Kickstarter, and they came up with yes, a, that's a, it. Okay, so they came up with a system, like a, an app-based system that would monitor the ice cream machines. It would sell. It would send alerts when they broke, and then it would allow them to diagnose why they keep breaking. Yeah, and it was they were blocked, and so now they're suing McDonald's. <laughs> You guys, the ice cream machine is not really broken. <laughs> I know. If they it just is, don't want to clean it. But how how does that work? That doesn't make any sense it's to me. It's not that hard to clean. Everybody says that- All I know is we used to do the same thing with blended drinks at the bar. Mm-hmm. Because every time you oh, made a yeah. frozen strawberry daiquiri or pina colada or whatever, then you had to clean the whole blender. Blender's broken. And our blender was always broken. <laughs> So when I worked at the water park when I was 18, we had soft serve soft serve ice cream. And it was like, you just take a, a liquid bag, you put it in the thing. And then, but when you had to clean it, you just take the, like the spouts off, soak them in hot water and run water through the system a couple of times. That sounds time consuming. You got man. enough to clean at McDonald's. Yeah. You're at the end of your shift or you're at the beginning of your shift I and you got, you got a lot a going on. We also had a mouse living in it. <laughs> <laughs> you did a good job cleaning. The mouse was very so comfy in there. <laughs> I didn't realize that mouse was there. That mouse wasn't in the part that we cleaned. Hey, this is nice. Yeah, so you didn't really clean it very well, did you? But how do they make milkshakes if they don't have ice cream? It's a different machine. Is it? Yeah. Okay, because I thought I was blowing the lid off of that. Wait, why would it not be? It's not saucer? Well, then that's what you do. You go in and you say, uh, hey, I'll have ice cream. They say the thing's broken. I'll say, I want a milkshake without the milk. Get the ice cream out of that machine and give it to me. It doesn't work that way. It's like if you want toast. No, the milkshake is a mixed thing, and then the soft serve is something else. What's happening? No, it has ice cream. It's like if you go to a restaurant and you want toast, and they say, I don't have toast. And you go, you don't have toast? 
And they go, no, we don't have toast. And you say, well, do you have toasted sandwiches? Yeah, we have toasted sandwiches. Do you have a toasted chicken salad sandwich? Yeah, we have a toasted chicken salad sandwich. I would like a toasted chicken salad sandwich. Hold the chicken salad. Really? You're going to pay seven ninety five for some toast? And the, and the waitress says, yeah. you want me to hold the chicken salad? And then you say, oh. I want you to hold it between your knees. Ew. What movie was that? I don't know. God, I know it's Jack Nicholson. <laughs> it's Jack right? Nicholson, but I don't remember the movie. Hold was it, it your um, knees. the one with Helen Hunt? I think it was Batman. It was when he was the Joker, I think. <laughs> yeah. No, it was Maybe. way before... Um, it was way before. It was in the 70s. Anger oh. management. <laughs> few good men. You can't handle the chicken salad between your knees. <laughs> it was a shining. Yeah, it was a shining. <laughs> Honey, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to put the chicken salad between your knees. <laughs> I just wanted toast. This, this would have gone real easy on you guys. If I could have gotten the damn toast. It is funny when you're like, no, we don't do that. It's like, well, you do this. Yeah. Well, why can't you do this? Yeah. Don't do it. Oh, so, yeah. Well, but, well, it depends but, on where you are. But, if you're somewhere fancy, the chef doesn't do that. If you're at Waffle uh, House, they'll do whatever you want. Yeah. If you're someone fancy, don't ask them for salt. They get real <laughs> oh, pissed. God. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And don't change the, the dish either. Oh, no, don't, you're not allowed substitution. Don't say you want this instead of that. Because they've I got this broccoli instead. Okay. No, they, usually they won't even do it. I get a loogie right in it. Yeah. You can count on it. Mm. No messing around. What's this well, these place? Oh, come on, man. That's gross. <laughs> you started it. You, you guys started it. <laughs> How does a dog cause a flood? The way a dog causes a flood is if you are one of those people who enjoy having a Great Dane, you know, one of those enormous man-sized dogs, mm. and then that dog figures out how to get up and get at your sink and in the process turns on the water and then you're gone for the day. And so your sink just runs and runs and runs and runs and I guess overflows and causes. Do you guys leave the plug in your sink? I don't leave the plug in my sink for this reason. In case somebody comes in and turns the water on. Maybe your sink isn't as clear as you, it should be. Yeah. You know, maybe it just didn't drain at the amount of water coming in. It filled up, but that's a good point. Like, yeah, you wouldn't, Maybe there's something in that sink. Mm. Like I have, you know. A cat. I That's why the dog was trying to get in that sink. There was a cat in there. Maybe we um, should teach I'm the sorry. dog how to turn sorry. it off. I'm sorry. Listen, let me just say one time for the record. I'm just going to say this once. I'm aware of the sound that a cat makes. <laughs> why do we always do I that? I know that a cat makes that noise that you just made. I just was picturing it hiding. Holy. Like, hiding down in I'll the drain. I'll never understand that. I was, we both do I was it. narrating my vision of a cat huddled down inside the drain with a okay. little pile. What, what if it would have been a cow in the drain? No. What if it would have been a pig in the drain? Oink. What if it would have been a peacock in the drain? <laughs> See what I mean? You don't do it for everything. You only do it for cats. I'm sorry. I love cats like that. Hey, speaking of the peacock thing, I saw it going around TikTok again. It's the woman bringing the peacock on as a support uh, animal. Isn't oh, that, my God. Isn't that crazy old? I'm sorry. If that's her, I mean, uh But that that was a while ago, wasn't it? strangle her. Because... Because even she went to go sit down. Because I don't think there's still, like, I think no, that it's like, no, that. you can't, and there's but, no way. But its tail was so long. Like, she, okay, did she have a mask on? No. Then it was a long time ago. That's a good point. Ah, there you go. Yeah, I have to have this peacock with me. It's my service animal. It keeps me calm by doing this.
that's better. Like that's ocean as, waves. It's as good as that infinity stone. But <laughs> <laughs> well, throw my stress rock at your damn peacock. <laughs> oh, got him. That's the sound it makes. <laughs> that's my stress rock walking around. All right, real quick. You're in college and you have these roommates and one of them never does dishes and eats your food, but you all pay rent. Mm-hmm. So you and the other roommate decide that you're going to do something about the third roommate's kitchen habits and you padlock the kitchen cabinets so that they cannot get in it and you and your other roommate have the keys, but they can't get in the kitchen cabinet because they never wash a dish yeah. and they eat your food. And what do you think about that? Because the person who was stealing the food and not washing dishes says, hey, look, we got an agreement here. We're all paying the same rent. This is my kitchen just as much as is your kitchen. Yeah, but you're uh, not contributing anything to that kitchen. You can pay for the facility, but you're not paying for the product. Right. You're you're more than welcome to bring your own paper plates and and whatever. But if you're using my dishes, then you're going to wash them. That's what they told her. They said, you need to go out and get dishes and start buying your own food. You know, in a similar story, I saw where someone showed a text that they got from their roommate that the roommate was trying to have an orgy in their apartment. <laughs> but they And they said they would be real respectful, but wanted to make sure it was okay with that other roommate. Yikes, that's a joke. That can't be real. How dare you? It was on the internet. Oh, okay. I saw the text. <laughs> Never mind then. <laughs> but yeah, I had I had lots of roommates. Like I had one in particular who was the worst about eating food and not washing anything. Like, right. And he even went out of his way. Like if he did wash a dish, it was that whole, what was, what's the, um, look what I did. No, what's the term for when you do it badly so you never have weaponized oh. incompetence? Yes, exactly. Yeah, Good yeah. pull. Wow. Thank you. So that, that, I was trying to make up for my cat noise. Yeah. No, I great. had a, um, I had roommates that didn't do the dishes and I was that passive aggressive person that left them notes. I was with my girlfriend in her dorm room, living there briefly, and I ate everybody's food. And I was the subject of a nasty note. So I know all about it from the other side. Yeah. Yeah. I ate some fancy raviolis and some fancy sauce. Oh, man. Yeah, man. It, it didn't look cheap either. And I ate all of that. I was like, Le damn, chef Boyardee. damn, I'm hungry. And there was nothing. And I was like, God, the food is all the way outside somewhere, man. <laughs> and the, hey, yeah. So they wrote a nasty note about me to the other roommates. There was too many people living in that room. Did you make up for it? No way. <laughs> <laughs> How? I was there. I was being charming and stuff. Oh, oh that's a good the, point. of course. It's, wonder they didn't just throw the food at you. Well, they did. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, what's going to happen with the tournament? Y'all done your brackets? Because you're going to be out of time. In, we did. We are out of time, aren't we? No. When is this? No, it starts tomorrow. Okay. It's Thursday. So the, the play-in games don't go towards no, your bracket. No, Whew, unless okay. you've decided one of those randos is going to be yeah. going all the way. Who do you have winning? Um, Purdue. Real, who do you have winning? A basketball team? Yeah. No, I'm saying a basketball team. I don't know. I didn't do it. <laughs> what was the one that I picked based on the um the mascot, the Dons? Yeah, you don't even know what school that is. Yeah, I'm so I don't. confused. I don't. I don't know Are what that is. Are they in the tournament? Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. It's based on teams in the tournament. Yeah, no, it's just a team out there. It's a high school team. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, be sure that you subscribe and like the podcast and join us again sometime. Check us out on the radio. You can go to 987simon.com. You might also win some concert tickets in there. We're doing Rod Stewart tickets this week. And call us for Bet You Won't Play a Friday some week, 336-373-0987. We'll have some of your fabulous phone calls on next week's podcast. Charlie, you got a final thought? Abracadabra, come to me, Gas Fairy. She's got gas. (laughs) How about you? Uh, I'm going to go reduce my stress by walking around with my creepy cult orb. All right. 
You can do this. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Get up, get up, get up. It's the Get Up Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.